This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, oh my God, my life is an actual shit show. Plus, Biz is being attacked by the birds and bees, and Teresa wonders, is this all there is? I was so lost in my own weird (laughs) place that I just didn't even think about doing the woo. Whoa, guys. Yeah, I know. The woo is in danger. All right. Gotta get, snap into get it, my Teresa. head in the game. Get my head in the <laughs> game. Snap into Here it. we are. Period hut. The woo, for many people who do who do not like the woo, I do think the woo is like an anchor for us. It is. To bring us back into. It is. You know what I mean? Because you're like. It's very grounding. Oh, yeah. everybody, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, so think of it Absolutely. that way. Because I think yeah. that actually is what it is. Yeah. How are you, Teresa? Uh, uh, <laughs> Maybe that's the new woo. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm okay. I think we'll get a little more into mm. how I am when we get into our topic today. Yes, um, let's. One thing I did want to say at the top of the show was uh, I've gotten so many nice messages mm. since last week. Last week I talked about my recent miscarriage and it was kind of a hard thing to do, but also something I really wanted to do. And I just, I've heard from so many of you and it's been so nice. I, I have, I feel like I've just gotten nothing but like very supportive, very loving messages and like not a single one to make me feel weird. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. nothing like weirdly backhanded or like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Or like, or like even the weird ones where it's like, you know, because we had uh, our guest in doc- yeah. uh, Dr. Jessica Zucker, Zucker yeah. you know, uh, a while ago when we did the whole show on miscarriage, yeah. where there are all those like comments that, you yeah. know, like things that, not to say, things not to say, yeah, like, where there's probably again, something wrong with it. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when one door closes, yeah. another is a miscarriage. Yeah. Now, like, you know, exactly where you, I know that they're, you know, that they're intended. Yeah. Yeah. But. They don't fit. Yeah, it's like sometimes square in the square hurt. in the round peg. Yeah, right. Like nothing, nothing anybody has said has like made me like. Yeah, hurt. It, it good has job, all been everybody. Like, yeah, everybody's so awesome. You guys are the best. Um, and one thing that somebody said, uh, the other day on the Facebook group has like really stuck with me, which was like, it really kind of it pointed to something that I was like sort of thinking about when I was like in the darkest mm-hmm. days of this. Um, which was like. Part of this whole thing that I that I like wanted to do was like just to talk about this openly because I don't think we do enough in our culture. And um, what she said was, you know, I had mentioned something about my grandmother. And right. She said, well, you know, with my grandmother, you know, they they had a whole bunch of kids and people were always having babies and they were like Catholic in Wisconsin and they were like on the farm and they just were having babies all the time. <laughs> and um, and you know, women did have miscarriages a lot because that's part of it. Right. Part of it is you're having miscarriages. It's like part of life. It's part of birth. And it's, right. part, it's all like connected. And she said, you know, they actually did talk about it there. They yeah. were at that time in that place. They actually were really open about it. And it was something to like really acknowledge and respect. Ooh. And, you know, people pitched in with the kids and people brought food and people, you know, the, it was really it wow. was really respected and it was it was open and um 
it just, it also kind of like, it reminded me of like when I was, when I was really going through this like physically um, mm-hmm. and emotionally, but like when all the physical stuff was really happening, I kept thinking to myself like, are there miscarriage doulas? Like I really oh, want like a miscarriage doula right now. Like I really uh, want like somebody so, to walk me exist. through this. I didn't, I, at, in that moment, I was right. not prepared to go Google searching, you know, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> but like, I just, I wanted, like I wanted somebody, like I was thinking about how, you know, when I was going into labor, my doula came over and she had these like, like things that smelled like lavender yeah. that she heated up in the microwave and there were like teas that you could have and there was you know postpartum there were like the sits All bath the stuff, that you yeah. can do and like these things that really like care for your body yeah it was like I wanted I I wanted you know I just wanted that like I yeah. wanted I wanted those you know to feel cared for yeah. I guess and um and you know, I I did feel cared for in in a different way. You right. Know? Like I did have you know my supportive husband and yes, you know my family was in touch and stuff like that. But it just it was like another one of those things that made me long for like um, how we sometimes talk about the like uh, the like commune. The commune. You know, like <laughs> I right. just was like, dude, if I lived on a fucking commune right now, <laughs> everybody would be like, everybody would be like helping me right now. You know what I mean? That's right. Until it was time to have sex with the overlord again. (laughs) (laughs) You get you get ten days. Ten days. All everyone's very supportive. Then it's back to to commune sex. Uh guys, I clearly don't know how commune works. Um anyway. I think maybe cult is what I'm thinking. Maybe I'm thinking of a cult. Well, you know, it's like everything. Just like everything we know nothing about. Let's make sweeping huge hilarious assumptions. Yes. Great. Yeah. Uh, well, that's nice. Yeah. Great. So let's fix that, guys. Yeah, let's fix that. I like that. Somebody get on that. Yeah. We'll have you on the show. <laughs> Somebody start that that process. Uh, well, I'm glad to hear that. And I know we're going to spend some more time talking about uh, other things that are going on for you today. Yeah. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, two things. One, uh, I do want to take a moment to compliment my partner. It's time. So I was out of town this weekend having a little fun getaway with my sister, uh, (laughs) 30 minutes away from my home. Uh And, you know, Stefan, not a hero or anything, doing his dad thing, being Mm -hmm. an awesome dad. But the thing I I would like to really point out, besides him doing a really good job, because Mm -hmm. I like to hear when I'm doing a good job. So Mm -hmm. good job, Stefan. Good job, Stefan. He also... Uh, because I just I, I wasn't adjusting very well to my time away. I was having I was describing oh. it as a little bit of a like your weekend. We're like, it's just nah, well, you know, this is going wrong a little bit, mm-hmm. and this is hard, or whatever. You know, I keep stubbing my toe, or whatever bullshit thing mm-hmm. that was happening mentally. He just said, when you come home, you know, come home when you're ready. We're we're all excited to have you home, but also know that you don't have to jump in. I'll continue. I'll do dinner, and I'll you know finish off. The nightly routines. Mm. Ooh, uh, I so like just that. you know, so come home and but just know that it's okay. And it was. Oh, I came home oh, and like nice. he and Katie Bell had gotten me some chocolates and Aww. she had written me like a little poem. And even though I wanted to be involved in helping like the kids go to bed and all that stuff, he did dinner and just you know it was really yeah. a nice transition. Much that nicer than I treat nice. him when he comes home yeah. from trips. Yeah. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> uh, anyway, so good job, Stefan. I that really appreciate so nice. that. It oh, was nice. That. It's such a good idea. It was nice. Yeah. It, 
it will be a hard one for me to do because okay. I am not as okay, good. Okay, but it doesn't. <laughs> the fact that he did that it does not just directly mean you need to now. Oh, do that. good. All it means is it worked really well <laughs> in did. this situation. It was really nice. So anyway, that was very nice. Uh, the other thing is I happen to have previous guest Corey Silverberg's book, uh, "Sex is a Funny Word," and mm-hmm. just like he had suggested, usually what happens is the kid finds it on their own mm-hmm. <laughs> before you show it to them and reads the whole thing. That's happened. Great. Uh, so going over the book in sections. Is that the, that's not the puberty book, but it's, no, like, it, it, it's it, like the romance. Yeah, it talks about like crushes. It talks about body parts. It talks okay. about like, you know, some, uh, uh, what's the importance of like words and gender, you know, right. like okay. some people like the word boy. Some people like the word girl. Some people don't. What do you think? And yeah. there's like lots of these great questions and yeah. it's great. Yeah. But so she's been reading it. But like some of the big takeaways that she's taking away are things mm-hmm. like some people have three nipples. Right. And oh, it's like, yeah. now this is a fact. Everybody knew that kid in college. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, Stefan's like, I dated a girl with three nipples. And I'm like, you know, yeah, everybody's got that. But like these are some of the facts that I'm pretty sure are going to be taken to school. Yeah. Uh, oh, like, yeah. Which is and where else would they go? Right. That's and the then I, I just started. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then there's like a section. They deal with a lot of words in the book. Mm. And uh, a lot, lot of, of words, new words for her. A lot of new words for her. New one of them being the word sexy. Oh. Which uh-huh. seems pretty innocuous until you're talking about the word sexy with your six-year-old. And at first I realized she she has no idea what it means, right. which is fine. Yeah. I realized that we don't like use the word casually around the no. house. And we, and we don't watch a lot of TV or listen to like a lot of popular by any standard <laughs> music. So it's just not coming up a lot yeah. and so I'm trying to explain it to her I'm like well I guess it means like attractive or to be attracted to somebody she's like oh like I'm sexy to you no not like that not like, not that. like that so we're trying to wrestle through yeah. it I go it's really a word used by older people and luckily he actually if I just read the next page he talks about okay. that a little bit more yeah but Stefan's like well why is that in there and I'm like well if we were raising our kid like 20 years ago, the number one song on every commercial in every place in the world was I'm too sexy for my hat, mm-hmm. too sexy for my shirt, like that crazy mm-hmm. dumb song. But that was everywhere. It was in every commercial. It was on the radio. So yeah. like we just don't happen. There are lots of kids growing up with that word sexy being inundated yeah. on some level. So it's very valuable. But I was like, she's going to go to school and be like, Miss Franco is very sexy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because she hasn't quite gotten it. Yeah. And then that led me to the whole thing of like, what have I unleashed in this house? Because we're going to have a play date and she's going to be like look at this book oh, I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> and like then the kid's gonna go home and be like we were looking at penises and vaginas right I'm like, ah! yeah so I've just got probably not a play date I know I've got to like remember to like there's like yeah. an added responsibility right. of like all right yeah. look uh you know we're a really religious house your kid's gonna right. go home talking about god there are guns in the house or yeah. like you have to go through this checklist of <laughs> are there national geographics in the house like <laughs> what is it so anyway uh lots of stimulating discussions going on at our house right now. Amazing. It is. Uh, Speaking of stimulating, today we're going to spend, we have spent some recent shows really helping me get through a few things I've been going through as a parent. And today we're going to help Teresa and probably discover that we're all going through this (laughs) simultaneously (laughs) with that feeling that we sometimes find ourselves in, uh, which is, oh, oh my God, my life is an actual shit show. 
please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. <laughs> Before I ask you how you are, I want to just kind of set up this. My life is an actual I, should shit. Should I shit. set it up by just crying openly? You, you start with the soundtrack of this particular <laughs> segment, which is just your maternal tears, mm-hmm. just parenting tears, yep. just the, the sounds of just streaming. <laughs> streaming. Just streaming. Yeah. That is that, like, okay, there are. And we do this on the show all the time. Mm-hmm. We find ourselves in these situations as parents, like mm-hmm. a nap is disrupted yeah. or sleep is fucked up yeah. or a kid doesn't want to eat this thing yeah. or they only want to wear pants or you're not getting enough sleep or like whatever it is. And you're like, the mantra in your head becomes, we, I'm going to get through this. Yeah. I'm going to get through this. Yep. This is going to probably- temporary. This is yeah. temporary. <laughs> Unlike the entire arc of parenting. Yeah. Usually whatever crisis we're going through, it's temporary. Yep. Uh, and then you wake up one morning in the middle of something that you've been convincing yourself is temporary. Yeah. And you begin to wonder if it's not temporary. Yeah. If maybe this is just your life now. Like well, maybe this is this thing is never actually going to end, even if in the back of your mind you're like, it has to end. There's no way it's not going to end, right? Well, there's something. I'm going to start with yeah. a depressing thought. Good. And, move, and we're going to move <laughs> away from this place, but I just have to say it. Yeah. That what that makes me think about is this idea that, yeah, that one thing might be temporary, but there's always, always. going to be a thing from yeah. now on. From right. now on, forever, yeah. there's something going on. It's like the old sleep thing where you're like, yeah. finally you're getting sleep after yeah. not getting sleep, yeah. but it's not actually restorative. You've just become accustomed to this, and the right. moment that falls out, yeah. you crash so much sooner because you've just been yeah. building. Every year of yeah. disrupted sleep just builds yeah. and builds and builds, yeah. right? And, until it's like— And now we're, like, broken. Yo, broken into a thousand pieces. <laughs> I mean, cool, guys. Yeah, we're all still cool, guys. Parenting yeah. is great. Parenting's great. Don't anybody convince you otherwise. It's so great. So fulfilling. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what— and I think this comes up like yeah. in different levels for all of us, yeah. right? But like, there is that moment where you really are like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is happening?" Yeah, in my life right now. Yes. So what is happening right now? Okay, I'll tell you. Please. Um, you know, it's the well, the the main thing that it is is the thing that you guys have been hearing me say for years now, which is that my kids just keep getting sick, like all through yeah. the cold and flu season, they just keep getting sick. Um, I think that there is this, it's that thing that you were just talking about, which is that when they're sick, mm-hmm. you think, okay, they're going to get better, and then when they're better, you're like, ha, huh, they're better. But what's been happening? This year, I'm going to say 2016, because it's pretty much been going on since like yeah. the end of December. Well, December. Yeah. Actually, I, November. Nove- well, November and December. Yeah. Because Oscar had a surgery. Christmas. And I remember. Yeah. Oscar surgery. It's kind of been like one week on, one week off kind of uh. thing. Like, not exactly. That might be like a little more than what it's been. But because of the two of them, 
it's kind of like one will be sick one week, the next is sick the next week. Mm. Then there's a week or two of health and then we start again. So it's kind of to the point where like almost 50% of the time someone's really sick. Yeah, really sick. And not like it's just the annoying runny nose and you're just eating boogers all day. We're talking fever. Do we need to go in? Do you know, disrupted sleep? I'm missing work. It's crazy. Like it's to the point where I'm like, how physically do people do this in the world? Like Jesse and I have our own business, so my time is flexible. But the problem is I have not been working. I have not been working. Like all year. I mean, I've been working here and there, like grabbing time where I can, working from home while I'm taking care of a sick kid, um, you know, nighttime, like just weird things. But But that's not productive work. It's never, no, it's just like, I mean, it's not, it's like barely, you know what I mean? And and then the sleep stuff, Mm. just because of the sickness, you know, that's, that's been really hard. Um, And, you know, it's that thing of, if I haven't had enough sleep, like anything's gonna make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah, yeah. that's going on and I'm trying to work. And it's like, you know, I'll have that thing where I'm like canceling something because I'm taking <sighs> care of a sick kid. And so then I'll reschedule it for a time like next week and then somebody else is sick. sick. So it's like it's crazy. And then Well, because that makes you st- can I can yeah. I stop for a second? I would imagine it make because I know how it make me yeah. feel. And, and it makes me feel this way because I let stuff slip all the time. Yeah. Is it makes me feel bad on top of right. already being tired. Yeah. It plays into, I think there's like, when I hear it with the line, what in my life is a fucking shit show? Yeah. I think of two things. I think of, oh my God, everything around me is totally out of control. Yeah. And, and is not getting better. And is this yeah. what it's going to be? Yeah. And I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah. And then the, like that little voice that we've been dealing with since birth, like having kids, what happened to me for a second? Like, mm-hmm. why can't I just do this fucking email? Why can't I just like mm-hmm. take the information from this email, put it where it belongs, <laughs> and then not have to think about it again? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'll have emails open for three weeks. Oh, yeah. That are just to be answered. Yeah. And they're just there thinking, oh, I'll leave them open and then yeah, I'll just and then an- I'll finish it. And I then know. I start to feel like I used to be a person who could answer emails, mm. right? And then you're like, or, you know, uh, I used to be a person who could go to the store and come home and not realize there was, like, a critical thing like milk I didn't get. Right, exactly. <laughs> or, like, where is that? Where's my wallet? Where are my keys? I mean, I, there's only three places those things could be. Why aren't they in those three places? Where right. on earth would I have put them? Yeah. Right? Because your brain is so, like... I'm not even connecting this with, like, your normal Teresa or anything. Yeah. I am... I... I I don't know. There was this moment, like, over the weekend, we went um, to Northern California to With- visit my sister and her husband and uh, the new baby so that my kids and Jesse could meet the new baby. And, um, <laughs> I, you know, it was good, but then Oscar was sick, so we yeah. had to, like, quarantine him. And it was just, um, like, I'm literally starting yeah, to cry okay. even just thinking about this. Because basically, like... I was a week out of having my miscarriage, which, like, I was actually feeling like I was going to be fine. And we were going to go. And, like, I was so excited to see my niece and see my sister and my dad's birthday. And we were going to do stuff for him. And we we did. Like, the trip ended up – it was good. And I'm glad that we went. But, like, when we got to my sister's house on Saturday morning – 
and Oscar was like super hot and like basically falling asleep on me. Yeah. And we didn't have like a thermometer or medicine or yeah. anything because we were just we were traveling. And then like it didn't make sense for us to even be there right, because they have a newborn. Right. And, you know, they're d- still dealing with like feeding stuff and like getting, you know, they can't, yeah. they're like on a super feeding schedule and the weight gain and all this stuff. And I just like, like we had to leave and I just, I was so crushed, so crushed that like all the effort to get there, yeah. like all the effort to be there and like this thing that like I had been looking forward to and, um, and then I started just thinking, like, what, like after we, we left my sister's house and just went back to the Airbnb where we were staying, yeah. and I, my mom was there, and she was amazing and, like, being super supportive. But I was just, like, I didn't even say this out loud, but I was, like, it was, I know this is crazy, but I was, like, thinking, like, there's something wrong with me. Ugh. Like, do you know um, what I yes, mean? Like, I what the fuck? Like, totally understand. There's something inherently, like, deeply wrong with me and, like... I, like, I'm, like, broken, you know? Right. Which is, like, it makes no sense. Like, it's just my fucking sick kid. That was all it was. Like, my kid's in daycare, so he gets sick sometimes. And, like, it's cold and flu season, so my kids get sick a lot during... You know what I mean? Like, I know the reality of it, but, like, it was almost, like, eerie that it was happening. Because I was, like... It can't be another thing. Like, this can't be real. It cannot be happening again. Like, what? I was just, I was flabbergasted. Like, I could not deal. And then, um, and then, like, we did, you know, we did, like, recover and we did, like, find ways to, like, my mom took Oscar and I, like, washed my hands a quadrillion times (laughs) so that I could, like, see the baby separately and, like, you know, we we got to see my dad for his birthday and we, like, you know, made all of this stuff happen. But it's work. It's so much work. It was and a like, lot of fucking work. It was so much work. And then my mom was saying to me, like, she she had actually, like, just listened to that week's show. And right. she was, like, talk, reminding me, like, what our guest said, um, Julia Aziz. Yeah. And she was talking about, like, having three kids, like you really have to let go of, like, your expectations, basically. Sure. And, like, just lo- not just, like, like lower lower your expectations, but also just, like, know that, like, any plan is just, like, not firm. Like, right. and my mom was saying that to me, like, I think to, like, be comforting and stuff. And I was I was agreeing with her, but I was just, like, but so this is, this is a thing because, yes, totally, yes. we need to, like, not get super attached to our plans right. and, like, all that stuff and we need to go with the flow and we need to know that when we have little kids like kids are going to get sick right. things are going to happen somebody's going to fall somebody's yeah. going to you know whatever there's somebody's going to have a meltdown it's somebody's more of a miracle out. if you get through whatever you're getting through without incident true. that's more of a like that's whoa true. i mean really that's i mean true. really yeah i mean that's and true. sometimes you have a streak of those and you can feel like that's what everything's supposed to be like. i guess but yeah. like yeah, not that I've ever had a streak of that, but like, yeah. you know, like it, those things are so amazing when they happen. Yeah. Or even if it's just the week where no one's sick, it's so amazing when it yeah. happens that like you forget that that's just really not how it works. And right. not in a bad, horrible, yeah. like, yeah, destined for nothing. It's it's not bad. It's just not how that works. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. But also, I think that like, 
the, that attitude of being able to just go with the flow and know that like nothing is set in stone, right. nothing is whatever, that is a very it's, – it's easy to do if you're just hanging around. Right. It is really hard if you're trying to actually make a plan. Right. And like it's really hard not to go to – like the flip side of this is like – not going to that place of like, well, why try to do anything? Why try and do anything? Why try and go? I'm not going to try to go. There's no way that that will work. Yeah, we'll go when they're in college. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, I don't want to do that. Right. I want to do things. I want to travel and I want to sign my kids up for swim lessons. Right. Even though they're going to fucking miss half one or two a month because they're sick or something's going on. You know, like, I want to try. Yeah. But it's so much fucking work to try and so it's really hard to put in all that work and then just be like and yes it may or may not work out (laughs) as you as you crush a glass with your bare hands right you're just like no i'm totally relaxed about this not working shatter yeah i'm not bleeding yeah this is me feeling right (laughs) i mean like what the fuck well Okay, so can I go back and ask a question? Because I have a feeling, you know, and maybe maybe this is one of those things that is totally universal. But when you say, I know I feel when you say, "Is this is me? What's wrong with yeah. me?" When all this is going on, even though rationally you know it's because of school, yeah. are you saying like, what is it that you're saying? Because for me. I would feel like it was, I'm somehow responsible for my children always being sick. Uh I'm somehow responsible for this trip not working out. I'm somehow responsible that it's Tuesday. I'm somehow responsible that, (laughs) you know what I mean? That like, it's the, I would turn it, for me, that resonates with that. You go out and you see the world. It's it's like going Uh to that like, you know, nighttime movie thing and everybody's got their kids out and it's totally great. And everybody seems to be having a wonderful time and no one's crying or freaking out or screaming during the movie. Everybody's watching Goonies together. Right. right? And I'm like, what's wrong with me that I can't make that? Like, it's me. Yeah. It's not my kids who are one, uh, who they are. Yeah. Right. But like, even in the, when things are going like really not well, it's hard for that line to me says I'm responsible for this somehow. Uh-huh. Is that what you're thinking or is there? It's similar to that, but it's actually a little different. Yeah, that's, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, no, that's if that's that's interesting. I think like for me, it was almost like some kind of like I'm on an unlucky streak. A punishment. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what did I do? Like, right. should I not go outside because I might get hit by a car today? Right. Like, you know <laughs> like what I the mean? Gym. Like, no. That's yeah. the other, I think that's the other choice. That I was, was wondering if that's what you were going to say. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't, I was like, I I really d- didn't think I was doing anything wrong. Right. I, I was just thinking like, oh my God, like, how can another thing, like, how this can is, one more yeah, thing? Like, there's something, like, I am like. I'm I'm like a target for badness right now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like no, like, I do. It was like that. Yeah, because like I am, while I was gone this weekend, I definitely had that string of like, okay, I'm in this place where I with high expectations of how much relaxing and how much enjoyment I'm gonna have. Yeah, and I wound up serving as a reminder that I'm just not like functioning. That like I cannot seem to do a series of things that should be totally normal to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's you get there and you realize you didn't pack such and such. Like this really valuable thing that you sh- like you like a sh- like a shirt. You have nice <laughs> things to wear, but you don't have the like casual stuff in right. between, right? Yeah. You're like, well, that's weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like that, why would I cocktail dress? Yeah, to the uh, breakfast, like yeah. you know, or only yeah. <laughs> I was wearing red rain boots pretty much 
all weekend. Nice. Uh, even when it wasn't raining. Uh, and then like, or, you know, I misplaced my bank card. You know, yeah. and like we're just like, why? It goes back to the key. Like, why can't I? Yeah. That should just be like right there. That should be a thing that I don't. And then like after yeah. that, it's like, oh, there's no gas in the car. Oh, there's, oh, but I don't have the bank card to get the gas. We're like, ah. Yeah. You know, we're like, <laughs> and then you get all, where even if it's not the degree of the like the sick and everything is like a giant. I think there is also, we also kind of find ourselves in these places of these small Things. There's this steady stream, and, and all of that is surrounded by the hum of the, your kids. Yes. There's yeah. like this hum. Yeah. Hum. Oh, my God. We're like, yeah. so it's hard to even process the disappointment mm-hmm. or the anger or the frustration or the sheer throw your hands up in the air. What the fuck? Like it's hard to even process that. Mm-hmm. And I can totally get suddenly being like, well, this is it. Yeah. This is my life. I mean, like, yeah. this is my life. And that, like, it is, if it's not this, it's going to be something else. Which well, I think yeah. is a hard place to have to try and get your brain out of. Because you yeah. don't want to walk around being like, well, if it's not this, it's something else. I know. Because <laughs> that can't be. It's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. And I do believe a little bit in the, like, we can invite some gloom into our lot. You know what yeah. I mean? If we, if we just, if we look for bad Oh, You're going to yeah. find bad super easy. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I feel like there's that weird balance between, like, allowing yourself to be super angry or super sad or super, like, how is this my life mm-hmm. with whatever it is that's going on and seems to never be stopping. Mm-hmm. And the, like, how do I stay even remotely positive so that mm-hmm. when this does stop, I recognize that it's stopping. I don't. I don't know the answer to that, except I totally hear you, and I totally am like, I mean, it, it's like the least helpful thing to say on the other, as a viewer, mm-hmm. you're right. That sounds like a totally <laughs> impossible shit show. Oh, my oh, God. Why God. are your kids still sick, I Teresa? Know, what the fuck? I what know. the fuck? So I do have one, I have one thing. Okay. I have one little piece that that is like a kind of a positive, I think. But okay. So Let's hear basically, it. <laughs> yeah. As I clutch my glass. I know. This better be good. This better be good. I need something positive because I'm about to end it on. You're right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, I was thinking about this uh, because last night, so like, you know, Oscar's on the antibiotics and um, we got them yesterday and he's starting to, he seems better this morning, but he's still had a rough night. And Simon came down with a really high fever last night, like during the night. And so he was up and. Last night was one of those, like, musical bed nights yeah. for me. And then, like, somebody peed in my bed. And then, like, there was throwing up happening. And there was, like, lots of stuff that just kept <sighs> piling where piling. I kept going. Uh, like, I, was, I wasn't I was I wasn't freaking out. I was really calm. Yeah. But I was doing that, like, <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Amazing. Calm. Yet another thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sure. Why not? Yeah. Like, sure. Why, sure. Why, why not? Sh- why should I get a few minutes of sleep? You yeah. Know? Why? Um. <laughs> But actually what it made me think about was like, um, and this does have to do with like the newborn days and stuff too, because, and, and like with having multiple kids, um, and, and getting used to that, there is kind of a, it's like a momming up thing of like when you mom up, like that doesn't just like go away. Like you actually do get better at dealing with all of this craziness. Like I was thinking about like before law school, I used to be a paralegal at a deportation defense firm. And I remember when I first started working there, it was like a similar feeling where like, um, 
I would like be like, I'm almost, I'm almost gonna catch up. And and then I realized, oh, you're never gonna catch yeah. up. But like I actually got to a place where that was fine because I I got used to like always having stuff that to pace. do. And it yeah. was good. I got better. I actually got better at all yeah. the stuff that I was doing. And I was able to do it more efficiently and I was like feeling good about all the stuff that I was doing. Right. Stuff kept kept getting added on but it's like it is kind of a similar thing where like I think for me I don't I I do actually get gratitude out of this because when I went I mean this stuff does actually finish or it's new and it's different and we and even though it feels like oh there's always something like it's different and we're more equipped and we're more you know we have experience to draw on and we're we are like moving forward even if it sometimes doesn't feel that way we are like these are all the the parenting stuff I mean it is skills it's like it's yeah you know what I I mean I do and I feel like I was just saying before the show that like I was reading a rather gloomy article about parenting and how it's ruining people's lives Mm -hmm. uh which I try to avoid those guys but I was like Okay, why the help that is that didn't help right in the shredder. People use shredders anymore. Um, so I uh, was thinking back to like why we started the show and like where my original idea came from was just how uncool I felt. Yeah. I felt no joy, no coolness. There was nothing out there to make me feel like whatever horrible thing I was going through was valid. Was like towards something. Well, and it was like, okay. It was oh, like yeah. cool okay. Yeah, yeah. It was like okay, yeah, we're all yeah. doing that high five. Fuck yeah. yeah, right? And so like, uh, I'm not going to let you take that away from me and tell me that like my, like having this hard time and like having yeah. this struggle is simultaneously means I'm like no longer a valid oh, person. God. Right? You know what I mean? Yes. Like, And I, I'm listening yeah. to you say that and it is such, I think, such a good example of you're right. These are skills, and we're adding to these skills at, so that the next time around, I, I have had those moments where I'm like, I'm handling this better than yeah. I did the last yeah, time. We and, do. Yeah. And that's where that, that coolness and that joy and that validation of this is totally worthwhile. This yeah. is totally valid. Sure, I'm not performing live on stage at two in the morning, you <laughs> yeah. know, like, and then getting shit faced drunk and smoking cigarettes. Like, like that, <laughs> which was fun, guys. That was a lot of fun. But this is no less valid than that. Right. Right. Like this struggle, this, you know, learning this, like uh, dealing with this is it it is still okay, And it still has value in our world, especially if we start taking claim for it. Mm -hmm. And I think that is in particular this time where the kids are so young and they need like so much, right? Like so, and they are constantly sick, or there's accidents, or there's because they yeah. just physically yeah. are in this other place. Yep. This is it is really a time to sometimes I maybe just be like, yeah, okay, this is how my life is right now, and that is not a horrible thing. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm learning. These skills, this patience, this. You know, I don't know. I think that that is a really good point, and I think it is at least something to clutch to mm-hmm. when we're in the middle of it yeah. and we're feeling like this seems impossible and never ending. Yeah. Because even if it ends and something else is coming, we will feel better equipped to handle it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe that's just how we should start seeing each, saying to each other, you know, when we see people out struggling or yeah. if your friend says I'm struggling, just yeah. to be like, that's great. <laughs> You know, like, okay, 
that's great. You're right. That's horrible. That's great. And like, let good keep struggling. I, yeah. you know, I, I, like I hear or even you. or even like the new the new you're doing a good job just, yeah. or like a sometimes you're doing a good yeah. job could be like you're getting so good at you're this. Getting, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. You're getting really good at this. You are getting so good at this. Oh my god! I think we just have a new a new one bad mother thing. Well, I am sorry. Thank you. Because that sounds really hard. Thanks. But you are getting really good at this. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Casper, an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. They offer an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. We have a Casper, and we sleep on it, and we love it. It's so great. <laughs> Last night, I had to play musical beds, and for like a couple hours, I was sleeping on Simon's mattress. <laughs> and then like I had my I had my like escape moment where I was like, I can get back on my own bed right now. Like I could do that right now. And I did, and it's just, uh, it's like super soft, super comfortable. I'm so grateful for this mattress. It's like my, it's my happy place in my Aww, house. A parenting happy place. Yeah. <laughs> Risk-free trial and return policy is awesome because you can try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns. So it's not like you're strapping it to your car and trying to drive it back to Macy's. And these mattresses are made in America. One Bad Mother listeners can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash badmother and using the promo code badmother at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week as well as our failures and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. You're due for some genius. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. I actually do have a pretty good genius. So for going up to the Bay Area, we were staying in an Airbnb. And this time, I really used my cumulative past knowledge of picking, like, how to pick the right Airbnb for our family. Like, I realized we don't actually want a big one. Right. We don't actually want a big one. And we don't want one with, like, multiple levels. We just need, like, a little flat. We need two separate sleeping areas. And we need one where the people actually have kids. This is not just like a kid-friendly, we're fine if you bring your kids. We need one where the people actually have kids because it's so much better equipped and they actually have toys. And I'm telling you, the difference between getting to an Airbnb that has no stuff for kids and one that does, it's 
crazy. Yeah. Like, if we get there and there's no stuff for kids, the kids are just going around getting into stuff that they're not supposed oh, look, to get base. into. It's super yeah. stressful and exhausting after, like, a long car trip or a flight. Whereas if I get to a place with toys, mm-hmm. the kids are in heaven, and I can literally just sit on my ass and, like, have a glass of wine or something. And the kids are so happy to be playing with stuff that they're actually supposed to be playing with. <laughs> um, so I was definitely giving myself a huge pat on the bat- back yeah. this weekend because we chose a great spot and oh. it really worked out. Good job. Thank you. After six years of parenting, I finally put a towel under the high chair. I mean, I don't know why, mm-hmm. like, this just never crossed my mind, yeah. but I'm like, oh, I just throw that towel down there, and yeah. that's going to collect the peas and the applesauce. Yeah. Like, I just am like, I, ju- I, whatever, guys. You know what? You're welcome. No. You're welcome, everybody. Doesn't matter, when this, doesn't matter when the genius moments happen, guys. <laughs> when they do, you have to ring that bell and recognize them. Ding, ding, ding. So this is a genius. Um... I just finished cleaning up my kitchen, and my 11-month-old decided that she wants to get all of the pots and pans out of the cabinet and throw them around. Um, I could have thrown a fit and yelled at her for doing this, or I could sit down, watch her destroy all of my pots and pans, which, I mean, you know, whatever. I'll just put them back. The floor is clean. And, um, you know what? I'm just going to eat my ice cream out of, oh, my gosh, straight out of the carton because that's delicious. I really like the actual pot and pan banging that's happening right at that very minute. Some ambiance. If it makes you feel any better, Mom, I didn't, I barely, it barely registered. (laughs) Barely. The pot and pan noise barely registered There's basically always pots and pans banging in the back of our minds. Exactly. All day long now. But I think I... For whom the bell tolls, Teresa. (laughs) But I like that she was eating ice cream, too. I did, too. Yeah. Like, it would have been a genius without the ice cream, but, like, she's like, I'm going to enjoy my ice cream while I do it. just right out of the thing. I can can totally envision this whole scene. Yeah. Just, like, leaning against the counter, watching your kid bang on stuff, standing there, legs kind of crossed, just eating. Yep. Just enjoying that moment. just about right. Just just about heaven. (laughs) Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. Oh, God, it was the worst. <laughs> so yesterday, um, we had gotten back from Oscar, taking Oscar to the doctor to get the antibiotics. And it was just a rough day. We'd just gotten back from the trip. We had no food in the house. Mm. Um, I Ugh. couldn't even, the idea of even just ordering food on, like ordering yeah. Delivery for groceries was like too much for me, but I fucking did it. I pulled it together like while Oscar was like sleeping on me and yeah. like ordered a bunch of stuff from Amazon Fresh and then promptly went downstairs to do laundry with him while he was watching TV. I was doing laundry downstairs and I hear the dog barking upstairs like crazy, just barking and barking. I'm like, that fucking dog. I can't even deal with even just telling her to stop oh, no. barking right now because I just. I just can't even deal with this right now. And like 45 minutes later, I realized that was my groceries. That was my groceries. Ooh. All my groceries. Not like, there. And those were, that was like what was going to make everything okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. Like Oscar had a sore throat, so he wasn't eating actual food. So I'd like ordered like popsicles. You know, and, all yeah. This stuff. <sighs> 
And so, and, oh, and Did you Jessie, just start crying right then? Well, oh, I definitely cried multiple <laughs> times yesterday. <laughs> Jesse had texted me 10 minutes earlier saying, Simon and I are going to pick up some groceries on the way home. And I said, don't. Mm. I just ordered groceries. Mm. They're coming. So then it's like dinner time. There's no food. I, I can't even think about what to try to feed my kids because I know Oscar yeah. is not like having a hard time. Simon's hungry. I He tells me he wants pancakes, which that's weird. But I'm kind of like thinking sure. pancakes is fine. But I'm crying because yeah. the idea of making mm. anything. Yeah. Is too much for me. I can't even deal with that prospect. Yeah. So Jesse makes the pancakes, but like we have this stupid electric stove where oh, like yeah. it's just a nightmare. Yeah. And the pancakes were just they they were basically inedible, so yeah. they like had to be thrown out. So my kids had fruitios and milk for dinner last night. Nailed it. That's one of those slowly everything builds yeah. upon that. Why yeah. can't this one thing just fucking work? Yeah. Yeah. None of it worked. Oh, that is a bad fail. It was bad. I'm sorry. Mine is going to sound meaningless. <laughs> so for this weekend that I went away with my sister, uh, we were going to be going to this event, and she had informed me to get a dress or something nice to wear. Uh, and I clearly haven't been anywhere nice in a long time, so I don't have, like, anything. I'm going to have to go out and get something to wear. So, and of course, it's like three days before this event. You know, I have kids. There's, you know, like there's no, I'm going to have to go out to do the shopping like at 730 at night. Uh It's just not a good time to go out anytime after a day. So I go to like the Macy's Mm -hmm. and I go to the dress, like nice dress department or dress Mm -hmm. department. And I start pulling anything that I think looks like me. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the thing. Uh, At 42, I am not Gidget anymore. Uh I'm not even remotely Gidget anymore. And putting on cute, like, you know, sort of like a little flare out to the knee, they just don't. I just look like an old lady crammed into a dress. And it's not like like I looked like horrible. It just wasn't. I was like, this isn't me. And I tried on like 15 of these thinking this next one would be it. The other thing happening with that type of dress is I have a very active son who climbs and jumps on my legs all day. Uh-huh. So my legs are just bruised. They are just <laughs> bruised from top to bottom. They're just like, and there's nothing like that awful Macy's lighting to shine down from the 1920s Macy's that we have in Pasadena yeah. to shine down upon you at the end of a day in your no longer Gidget dress yeah. with your like black and blue knees. No. White legs sticking out. I was just Why like, "Why isn't the lighting better in those?" Places? Those are really bad. And so, it's like, so I, bad. you know, it just it just no. was one of those things where I was like, "Oh, yeah, that." I know. Yeah, it wasn't. I. It was like a. It was like a, the, Macy's is closing. Is like, and I'm still like trying to figure this out. I'm so sorry. It was. Bad. I have so been there. Yeah. Oh. Just wow. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I love your show. I'm calling in with a fail. I have my toddler, my three-year-old, in daycare near my office, which is about an hour from home. So we commute together. Usually he takes off his shoes in the car, and so we just leave a pair of shoes in the car and put them on when we get to daycare. This morning, which is a Monday morning, we left the house and thought there were shoes in the car. When we got to daycare an hour later, I looked in the back of the seat and I realized there were no shoes. I can't send my three-and-a-half-year-old to school without shoes. So we hit 
three drugstores looking for anything that would fit him, a pair of Crocs, a pair of flip-flops, anything. We finally, at the third store, because drugstores are the only thing that's open at 8 a.m., found a pair of fuzzy lamb slippers in his size, which he then wore into school. Luckily, I had a pair of extra old holy shoes that I had left in his cubby at school. So now he's running around the playground in a pair of shoes that are a little small for him that have big holes in the toe. But at least he's not wearing just socks. That's my fail. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. And what's beautiful about this fail is the moment, like five seconds in, you know what's coming. Yep. You know what's coming. And everybody's just like... Oh, oh, it's that. that. <laughs> it's that. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. I mean, you're like an hour away yeah. from your house. Yeah. I just, it just is a fail. I'm I impressed told- that you went to all those stores. Yeah, as opposed to just so being like, all right, Huckleberry Finn, yeah. enjoy. Or like, hopefully <laughs> the school has some hopefully backup the school, shoes. I know. Well, now let's all, let's all make it a point to donate old shoes yeah. to the school for that particular scenario for yourself or another parent. <laughs> Well, you are a horrible mother for doing that. I'm so, so sorry. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. Teresa. Yes. So we do not have a guest today, which I think is fine, because sometimes it's important that you are our guest. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes it is important that we just have a show dedicated Mm -hmm. to us having a massive meltdown. Yep. And that's okay. Speaking of having a massive meltdown, uh, something that makes us always feel better, especially after we've purged, (laughs) (laughs) is to hear another mom call and have a little rant. Let's have a mom breakdown. Great. Oh, this is definitely a weepy, weepy rant. I'm so tired. I have a two and a half year old and a four month old, and for two nights, I have literally been up every hour and a half to two hours feeding her. And I'm just so tired and I work in prison <laughs> and I'm sitting in the parking lot at 7 a.m. <sighs> trying to figure out how not to cry in prison today because when I get like this I just everything makes me want to cry oh god I'm tired ladies and I can't even think straight. So I can't even figure out if this is just a stage or if this is going to continue for a long time. And if it is a stage, I don't know why. I can't figure out why. I don't know if it's me or my milk or what. And... It's only Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Whoa. Fuck. That just, like, connects many ways to the conversation we just had. Yeah. And, you know, 
look, you can pick up our show anytime. And usually one of our rants is totally focused on this lack of sleep. And at yeah. the moment she says two-year-old and like four-month-old, yeah. I mean, any combination of like four and under, right? One kid, yeah. three kids, two kids, whatever. Yeah. Or and a it, baby plus another kid. Yeah, plus another like, kid. Yeah. It is. Or just a fucking baby. Just, that's what I said. Like, just, yeah. even just like one baby one in the baby. house is enough yeah. to disrupt everything. Yeah. And I like... A couple of things. One, just as why when you see people with little kids coming at you, our initial response should be not be fuck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the initial response should be, let me open the door for you. Yeah. Can I buy your coffee for you? Yeah. Do you want this fucking seat? Yeah. You sit here and you do whatever you need, even if you have kids with you. Yeah. It is okay. Because you know what? That like, whatever like night you had or yeah. whatever like you're like dealing with in terms of your sleep yeah. that person with those two little people keeping her yeah. up repeatedly not just for like I remember you know we used to produce the sketch festival and we were, like you just yeah. didn't sleep for three days like yeah. you were just up like working all the time yeah. and like the first person to have a kid had made a comment about I thought I could deal without sleep because I had done these festivals where you're yeah. like up for like three days straight, yeah. it's not the same. Yeah. And we should just be like applauding people with small children yep. as they come yep. down the fucking mm -hmm. street. Mm -hmm. Okay. Two, she works in a prison. Yeah. And it's just such a reminder that everybody goes to work somewhere, somehow, someplace, yeah. something. And it is why, again, we should just be like really kind to people. It's hard to, it's it's hard hard to, to feel like you're going to cry in, at any job. At any like, job. In a prison, yeah. it's actually probably way worse than yeah. other jobs. But like almost any job right. that you're going to go to, even at home, even if your job is taking care of your yeah. kids, if you're crying during the day or you're feeling like you're going to cry yeah. during the day because of all of this stuff that's going on, yes. that is really rough. Like it you, it's really that is a really tough spot to be in because that's just your body doing a natural chemical thing <laughs> that we don't want to see. Right. <laughs> that the world does not want to oh see. God. Does not think uh, is okay. What's yeah. happening? What's coming out of your eyes? Ugh, yeah. Yeah. Could you just go to the bathroom and do that? Because yeah. that's horrible. But like, but that's exactly right. Again, it's that like thing that we keep saying that at the core, no one is like winning and having it harder. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it yeah. is hard regardless of where you are going that day or what you are doing that yeah. day when you are operating on no sleep. Yep. And it deserves the same amount of respect and the same you're doing a good job uh, no matter if it's in the middle of a prison or it's in the middle of the CEO's boardroom or if it's in the middle of the daycare. You know yeah. what I mean? Or the middle of the grocery store where yeah. I particularly enjoy having my most <laughs> fervent breakdowns. Uh, you know, like it really, you know, or for people who like, you know, with the show, when I get to start working on stuff is the yeah. moment the kid is like my children are asleep. So like my work starts at like eight o'clock at night when yeah. I don't want to think about it. Right. And it is hard to not start crying. It's it like is. equally ineffective to it try is. and respond to professional emails crying because you're so tired. Yes. So yes. like... You are doing such a good job, and I don't know when this is going to stop for you. It's just like we talked about with Teresa. I don't know when your mm -hmm. children are going to stop being sick. Yeah. I, I, I do not know, but it is going to be different eventually. Yeah. Yeah. It will change somehow. Yeah. And, you know, it is you're doing a good job yeah, in the situation you are in right now. 
now. Yeah. And it's not, you're not doing anything wrong. Correct. Like I heard your yeah. desire to try to like Fix solve it. the problem of is it my milk or is it something, you know, I, and like by all means, we want to solve problems. So by all means, like allow yourself to try to yeah. solve the mystery. But like it, it also is very possible that it's just happening. And right. It, and it, either way, it's not going to stay this way. That's right. Um, <laughs> but as we shared earlier in the show, something new will come along. But won't we be so much better? You're getting so good at You're this. You're getting so good at this. Hang in there. You are doing a good job to your children. Okay? You really are. Yeah, you are. Teresa. Yes. What did we learn today? Here's a question that I have to ask you about mm-hmm. what we learned today. You have come on. You have shared what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you even broke down and ranted a little bit. Mm-hmm. How are, did did that help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I, really good. Yeah, yeah I it think, was nice. I think like for me, the lesson is there is real value in like getting this out. I mean, yeah. I, I hear it all the time with the rants uh, and the calls. People will say they heard their rant on the or whatever on the show, and then they'll be like, "Oh my god!" I and I felt so much better right after. You yeah. know what I mean? Or yeah. like it was so good to hear it and realize that is. That feels so long ago yeah, now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is such... So I think there's value in, in ranting. And I think there's value in sharing it. And uh, and I think it can definitely, like, release the pressure valve a little bit. Definitely. So, you know, thank you for doing that with us. Thank you for being here. Of course. Uh, and I think we just learned the... I, I, to me, the best takeaway is simply to start looking at it as, you are getting really good at this. Yeah. That is my favorite takeaway like ever, yeah. ever, ever. So everybody <laughs> just start busting out that new mantra. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see that everywhere. <laughs> Speaking of everybody is getting really good at this, I have two meetups happening soon. The first meetup is a one bad brunch for OBPs and their kids at Clock Tower on Beechwood Avenue in Ottawa. That's in Ontario, Canada. These are both going to be international meetups, guys. So in Ontario, Canada, in Ottawa, on Saturday, April 23rd at 10.30 a.m., you can find out more information in the Ottawa slash, I'm going to butcher this word with my southern accent, so I'm going to spell it, G-A-T-I-N-E-A-U, I would say Gantineau, maybe, uh, OBM subgroup on Facebook. <laughs> You're welcome, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on Saturday, the 7th of May, watch out London in the UK. You guys are having a meetup at 10 a.m., uh, you're going to be they're going to be outside the South Bank Center next to the Thames or just inside the cafe. If it's bad weather, the host is Carrie Moyles, who will be holding a balloon and possibly a very wriggly toddler. Woo! And thanks, everybody cool. who's already having their meetups and sending us pictures because yeah. it's so great to see everybody uh, meeting up. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And if you want to organize a meetup in your area, be sure to give us a heads up by sending us an email at onebadmother at maximumfun.org. And you can also share a personal or commercial message on our show. For more info, go to maximumfun.org slash jumbotron. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter at One Bed Mothers with an S on the end at Biz Ellis and at Teresa Thorne. You can follow us on Facebook with our public page or you may join our private group. There's a difference. One can be seen by everybody 
on your Facebook page, and the other can only be seen by members of that group. Uh, we are not responsible if you have relatives in the private group. <laughs> you can actually do a member yeah, search. Yeah, you can do a member search to start it that. out. Yeah. Um, and you can also get a weekly affirmation from us telling you that you're doing a good job and getting a link to this week's new show. Um, just go to MaximumFun.org, and in all of our episode posts, there's a link to sign up for our email list. Um, and if you have an idea for a guest or a show topic, email us at onebadmother at maximumfun.org. Review us in iTunes. Tell we, a friend about the show. Yeah. I appreciate it. Spread the word, commune. Everybody, you are doing a very good job, and you are getting really good at this. Yeah, you guys are getting really good at you this. You guys are getting really good at this. <laughs> Teresa? Yeah. You are doing a very good job. Thank you. So are you, Biz. Thank you. And we are going to talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.